With my mom's death, I learned that mothers come in many forms, and that's totally okay. Welcome to Insert Human. This is a show that is not for everyone. It's for seekers, people like you, hopefully, who are searching for solutions to your problems, the world's problems, and everything in between. The conversations to come are going to show you how finding the truth of our humanity is the magic key to solving pretty much anything. Between my monologues, my dialogues with brilliant guests, and your good questions, you're going to learn how to insert human into everything, and in doing so, realize a better life and one day a better world. Sad to say, my mom, Prudence Colbert Makel, known as Prue by all, died last week. She was 91, and it had a tough, tough last year or two, mostly blind, largely deaf, and suffering from vascular dementia. So as they say, her passing was a blessing of sorts. But the truth is, it was also a life lesson or two, a gain and understanding that will hopefully be helpful to me and might be helpful to you. With my mom's death, I learned that mothers come in many forms, and that's totally okay. My mom was not much at being maternal. In fact, my siblings and I were raised by an English nanny by the name of Ruth. She was with us 24-7. From the day I was born until the age of 12, my mother figure was actually a full-time contractor. While I was being mothered by another, my actual mom, Prue, was far from a profile in motherhood. She was not one to impart wisdom, to show deep capacity to engage on matters of import, or to reveal her own feelings about the many losses in her life or life itself. But I now realize that what she lacked in intellectual and emotional ability, she offset with sheer positive energy and an open heart and arms to all. My mom's passing away reinforced the importance of never looking down, never looking back, and always welcoming those we are with, regardless of who they are. The condolences for my family have come from all around the world, from every walk of life, from people she knew really well to people she'd only met once or twice. Regardless of the degree of, call it, prue exposure, the common refrain has been something along the lines of, I will never forget her. She was truly one of a kind. And that carries my second lesson. My mom was bold. She was not afraid to be different, to dress her way, to laugh her way, to love her way. She stepped forward into the light as light, never fearing rejection for being who she was. So while mom's standard mother score was pretty low, her unique human score was through the roof. And there's something worth taking from that. The way my mother left the earth also carried a lesson for me. On the day she died, my sister Melissa and I were with her. Mom had had a massive stroke the day before. She was lying in her hospital bed, eyes open, but completely non-responsive. I held her hand and I kept telling her that it was okay for her to go, sometimes verbally, but mostly silently. I was trying to establish a soul to soul sort of umbilical cord to transfer the reassurance that it was okay for her to go, that my siblings and her grandchildren would all be okay without her. In the time my sister and I sat with her, I could see a change in her breathing and her eye movement. She passed away minutes, if not seconds, after we left. I have since learned that this is not that uncommon, that dying people often wait for their family to arrive, to hold them one last time, and to then let them go. 
it reveals that this being human thing is far more complex and connected than we make it out to be. That there is a way of communicating, of connecting that transcends science, logic, and biology. We do not always need words to express ourselves. To be heard, we just need to love and to listen and to feel. The language of love clearly comes in many forms. As my mom's soul departed, a stranger arrived, otherwise known as grief. It was for me at first an uncomfortable presence and yet oddly familiar, kind of dark cloud that descends seeping into my brain and heart in ways that deaden my capacity to feel other emotions. Over the last few days, I've learned that we each deal with this stranger differently. I accept now that there is no right or wrong in this. We are just different. Some of us seek to avoid the stranger, pushing grief away by focusing on doing things, creating what I'll call transactional distraction so we can avoid the awkwardness of sadness. We put our heads down and we do stuff so we don't have to open our hearts and feel the pain and sorrow that we are not quite ready for. Others immediately welcome the stranger in, being okay to sit with it, engage with it, and even embrace it as an essential step in letting our loved one go. Ultimately, I realize that to grieve fully is to be deeply intimate with ourselves, to allow our sadness to bloom without fear, to allow silence and contemplation to unfold without concern for what is being said or not said. I now realize that shared grieving is about being wholly intimate with others, an intimacy that we rarely, if ever, experience without the force of grief at play. Grieving alone and grieving together is a wonderful human opportunity. One where our hearts are completely exposed, all agendas have been discarded, and our only concern is the felt expression and compassion for the one we have lost. For those that know me or follow my work, you know that I'm a big believer in Maslow's hierarchy of need. I now recognize that some aspect of grieving the loss of a loved one, and particularly the loss of a parent, reflects the subconscious sense that we have lost some part of our ability to meet every level of our need. From the base level need for shelter and food, to the need for safety and belonging, to the opportunity to feel good about ourselves. The loss of my mom implicitly means that I have lost one of my biggest fans. Since the day and time of mom's passing, I've also learned that grieving is not a thing with a beginning and an end. Instead, it assimilates into us and its colors shift from dark to light. The memories move from what has been lost to what was given during the life of the person lost and ultimately to what has been gained, which is what motivated me to share all this. With mom's passing, I have gained the important reminder that my life is not forever, that I too will pass. But the message in there is not morbid. It is actually celebratory. Every day is precious. Every day where we have our health and the love of others is a gift. The question is how well we are using that gift. Are we making the best decisions that honor our truth, that leverage our strengths, and that allow us to realize meaning and intimacy in every form? Are we making the best decisions regarding who and how we engage our loved ones and the world beyond? I think for most of us, certainly for me, the answer is not quite, or not really. As I wrote about in my book, This Is It, much of what we experience in our life is a choice. The loss of my mother, of Prue, is a wonderful reinforcement that we can choose differently. We can choose to be positive. We can choose to be open. We can choose to embrace strangers. And most importantly, we can choose to no longer be afraid of death and everything else.
Thanks for that, Mom. And thank you all for listening. Thanks for listening today. If you're in search of more opportunities to realize positive change in your life or work, and you find what I have to say helpful, you can always subscribe to my show, check out one of my new salons. There are weekly virtual gatherings of like-minded folks. You can read some of my writings or just listen to one of the talks that I've given around the world over the last couple of years. And you can do it all at chriscolbert.com. While you're there, make sure to sign up for my ongoing email updates. When you do, you'll receive a free copy of the first chapter of my about-to-be-published book, Technology is Dead. Again, it's all available at chriscolbert.com. Thanks again for listening today, and I look forward to connecting more in the days ahead.